0: Hello and welcome to Dr. What. My name is Jonathan Sawyer and he is Thomas Hayley. Well done, Tom. You remembered your own name. Uh, So on Saturday, we saw the very first episode of series seven of Doctor Who on the telly box, uh, which the synopsis says kidnapped by his oldest enemies, more powerful than ever. The the doctor uh, is forced on a mission to a place even the Daleks are scared of. The Asylum, uh, the planetary prison confining the most terrifying and insane of their kind. The Doctor and ex-companions, Amy and Rory, must find a way to escape. But with Amy and Rory's marriage in meltdown, it's up to the Doctor to save his oldest enemies and his friend's marriage. Uh, Tom, yes. yes, thoughts, initially, initial thoughts of the start of Series 7. I think it was a. It was definitely
1: a different start. A lot of the other ones, It's sort of, it's like just been like a pre. Is it a prelogue? Epilogue. Um, Yeah. Prequel. Build up. Okay. Yeah. So like especially, especially last series where it was like, what, what? He's died. What? What? What does any of that mean? How can we go back to normal
0: life? This time it was just sort of like a nice normal episode, but sort of an epic episode. It was, yeah, it was very epic in its beginnings, uh, Series 7, and it, it's, it's built itself up, I think, this se- season to be bigger than sort of ever before. Well, they sort of described
1: it as sort of almost c- cinematic sort of viewing. It's all big, blockbuster-like
0: in 50 minutes sort of thing, which is very nice. It does also kind of concern me a little bit. Go on. Well... The thing is, is that they're making Doctor Who now. This international brand, it's bigger than it ever has been before, and yeah. I'm just not entirely sure whether the pokey Brits that we are are going like. to like it, and ultimately are going to like it, or whether they're now really too aiming it towards, let's be honest, an American market.
1: Well, this is true. You can really get the feel, especially is it episode four? Or is it Episode 5, The um, Angels in Manhattan or New York or wherever it is? Which is another one of these, OK, yes, we're appealing to the American market again. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. From what I gather, the second half of the series, after Christmas, is going to be more what we're used to.
0: So whether it's just sort of to build it up, I'm not sure. Be interesting to see. So uh, in, series, uh, in Episode 1, we met the character of Oswin Oswald who is played of course by the beautiful and i can say that because i think it uh jenna louise coleman who of course is set to be the doctor's next companion
1: yes this this was sort of the surprise of the episode because we'd sort of all been told yes jenna louise coleman new assistant um appearing at christmas special that's when she takes over but at no point did they say oh by the way she appears at the beginning of the series as well so that was kind of the big surprise where everybody went, Hang on a second, that's
0: that's Jenna Louise isn't she meant to be appearing later, not now. I did send a tweet. You can follow me on Twitter at SawyerGB. I did send a tweet as soon as she appeared on screen on Saturday, I went, Hang on, isn't that the new companion?
1: Yeah. And immediately I sort of I, I turned to the rest of my family and was like, hang on, she's not she's not meant to be there yet. And I think one of the important things is we didn't really find much out about, so I think that was quite subtle from Mr. Moffat, that it was sort of, we all knew that she was the Doctor's next companion, but, you know, the Doctor and nobody else knew. Although whether she knew, we don't
0: really know. See, this is the question. In when and when Jenna Louise Coleman, I assume, comes back in the Christmas episode... Yeah. Will she be playing the same character or will it be a relative of the character that we saw on Saturday or will it be someone completely different?
1: Well, I'd hope the same character, but I'm not sure. I, there's is either two ways. It's either that this is the beginning of her story and we've kind of leapt in early and this is what, how she first meets the doctor. And then at the Christmas special, it's another one of these sort of, oh, I've been tracking you down for ages. I think you're amazing sort of things. How did you escape the planet? Well, I'm a genius, blah, blah, blah. Or the other way around, and the sort of River Song side of the coin as such, is that we've just seen the end of it. So she already knows all of her history with the Doctor and knows how it ends, sort of thing. But I don't know if they'd want to
0: do that again since that's kind of how River Song works. Well, they've kind of already started that theme because if you think about it, River Song is as a, as a character... Is someone who is intrinsically smart, and at times she's always a little bit behind the doctor. But there are times when you think, "Hang on, did she just get that before him? Was yeah. she just playing dumb?" So it was—it's well, it's a bit worrying for me. I think I think they've created a character too similar to River Song, very sexy, very confident and clever. Can they pull it off with two characters? Well, I don't know. You see, she seems very similar to River Song, but we
1: were told when when he fir- when it was first announced that General Louise Coleman was going to be playing the new assistant, we were told that they would meet under a completely different circumstance. And it would be a relationship like we've never had before in Doctor Who, which makes me think that they can't follow because obviously they must see that how similar it is to River Song. She's smart. You know, she's quite happy to tell the do- put the doctor in his place sort of thing all the chin jokes etc yes I, it's, I don't know there must i think there's something else that's going
0: to appear i don't think we know everything well obviously oh, we don't n- No, but. obviously we don't so so many questions are still surrounding it i mean I, I at this point i want to address the events that happened uh on board demons run that we don't fully know yet no. There is a scene with Amy and Rory where Amy info-dumps, to only a better word, that she can't have kids. Yeah. Now, not to criticise Stephen Moffat too much, because I think he's a genius, but I think he could have played that one a little bit better in writing. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't subtle. It was sort of like a kaplunk
1: here is a huge bit of plot which will be important for later on, sort of thing. And he did that another point of the episode as well, where you were like, okay, yeah, he's just trying to fill us in with information. I'm trying to remember which bit it was. It might come back to me. But there's another bit where it's like, okay, yeah, he's only said that so the next bit then makes sense. You know, it was a bit too, too obvious. But maybe, again, that's appealing to the American market and trying to get other people involved.
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, certainly with the Amy and Rory storyline, it was shit that that bit was written for the audience it was never written between amy and rory because of course rory already knew that he says yeah. i know so it's yeah. kind of i admire doctor who and i admire all of the brilliant writing that goes on and surrounds it but it's just like as soon as you start putting things in for the benefit only of the audience you're starting to yeah. lose me a little bit
1: Yeah, well, that was that bit I didn't like, and there was another bit. It might come back to me, but I think it was something, whether it was like the bracelet-y bit, but it was just sort of like over the top, oh, yeah, you can't survive without the bracelet, and we're like, oh, right, yeah, that obviously means she's going to lose it. I don't think it was that, but anyway, it's that sort of, whether he's doing it on purpose. It's like with the end of last series, and I've had a lot of discussions about this with other people, which is that, it's been you know it's a huge end everybody knew him all about this question and then he's died on purpose to lead a quieter life so less people knew about him and people thought he'd gone and it's sort of almost the same with this episode at the end he's quite happy that the daleks don't know who he is he's so whether stephen moffat's trying to just get him back to being the quiet doctor not the one who can stop armies with you know just the one word sort of thing but i it's it's interesting i'm not sure where he's going with this and it'll be interesting to see where he does go with it because we kind of want it we kind of like all the big spectacular events when he does stop armies and things but as you say all these it's very nice these cinematic things and you can see they put lots of money into the sets and all this sort of stuff but i did kind of miss just the nice little episodes like in ledworth and things like that where it was just a nice little episode a little problem and they had to get it solved
0: Yes, I I, I would like a story that's basically built inside the TARDIS.
1: Yeah, and I don't think we're going to get one. Well, from what I can tell, we're definitely not going to get one before Christmas. I mean, the other thing which is different is we're we're not due any sort of back-to-back episodes where it's, oh no, what's going to happen, tune in next week to find out sort of thing. We haven't got any of them before
0: Christmas, which is an interesting change I, d- I do believe that stephen moffat has ruled those out for the entire series we're not going to have any two-parters has he i believe so i believe reading that somewhere on one of these doctor who forums well, that's an interesting move again he's, he really is sort of changing how doctor who works he's he yes he he is changing it to more of an international show well it was that was
1: especially evident with the fact that i mean when it was broadcast normally series ago it was broadcast on the BBC and then it might be a few days or maybe a week later before it was broadcast everywhere else. Whereas I believe um, Saturday night's episode was pretty much immediately then broadcast in America and in Australia and everywhere else. So, But whether this is a build-up ready for the 50th anniversary, which we all know is on the horizon, and he's, he's got to do something amazing for that. So... This may all be one huge build-up. Maybe all these odd questions that we've got are going to be answered in the 50th episode.
0: I mean, I I do hope that happens, because I was a little bit... not miffed, but a little bit disappointed, almost, that in this opening episode, nothing came up about the Fields of Trenzalore or the Fall of the 11th. Or Or generally anything about the last series. Or generally anything about the last series, or anything about the question. Those things... Well, I mean, except the question was right at the end. Yes, of course, we had the whole Doctor yes. Who thing at the end. That's another thing that did confuse me slightly. Is that if Stephen Moffat is working to scale back the Doctor as a character, he's he's working to uh, get him back to being this quiet Doctor, why would he write it for the, Do- for the Daleks to lose all memory of the Doctor... And then him walk out of the TARDIS and saying, "I'm the Predator, I'm the Oncoming Storm, I'm the Doctor." Well, I, I see, I kind of like that.
1: That little bit I thought was quite clever because you could look at that as, you know, all the all the through time, the Doctor's not really understood why the Daleks refer to him as the Oncoming Storm and the Predator. He's just sort of accepted that that's what they call him. And but it's this would be quite nice if it's now the reason that they do call him that is because the first thing he said to them and the first thing they remember him saying to them is that he's the doctor, he's the predator and he's the oncoming storm. And then he disappeared. But I mean, I don't know if time works that way. This is another one of these things where, well, hasn't he just changed time? So they don't remember, but maybe now they do remember. And he was always going to make them forget so that they could remember. And then my head hurts.
0: Yes. Very. Um, It is, it is a very confusing situation. Um, We haven't yet spoken properly about the asylum itself. So, the asylum is this planet, this planetary prison, where all the Daleks that have gone wrong um, are sent. Now, I'm, I'm a little bit confused, and you might be able to help me through this, Tom. Of Why did the Daleks need to destroy it? Um... Well, I did watch, originally, because I've watched it twice now,
1: the first time I watched it, I thought, okay, the way I understood it was that it was being destroyed because this spacecraft had got in, which must mean there's a breach, therefore they can get out. But if you watch the episode again, they don't seem to know about the breach until the Doctor tells them. All they know about is this transmission, which is worrying them. So I think that's kind of it. They've got this transmission,
0: and they don't really understand what it is. So they think it's oh, so they think it's the Daleks on the asylum or in the asylum that are waking up or something.
1: Well I don't know. I guess it would just be confusing to the Daleks that there's a transmission of classical music coming from within the asylum. Yes.
0: Um another thing that is slightly confusing me to some extent is that in the Asylum of the Daleks, we saw every version of the Dalek that there has ever been. Yeah. So we saw the ones, no, from the classic series uh, back you know, from 1963. Special weapons Dalek. Yeah, and we saw, no, we saw like the Daleks that we've seen in 2005 uh, to 2010, and then we saw the coloured Daleks if you want. The smarty Daleks. The smarty Daleks. Um, But in that episode, in series two, in series three, rather, of uh, series five, in episode three of series five, we saw the new Daleks uh, exterminate the old Daleks, because they weren't any good anymore. They weren't pure. They weren't pure. So, what I don't understand is what has happened to the Daleks, and this wasn't explained at all, and Stephen Moffat, if you're listening, please explain this to us. What happened between that episode in series five and a sign of the Daleks that means that the new smarty Daleks can get on with the old, presumably impure Daleks?
1: Well, it, yes, this did occur to me as well, because as you say, at the end of the other episode, it was very much a case of we're the new Daleks we are the new race of Daleks. The other ones ignore them, which kind of made sense because of the fact that, you know, it it got to the end, it got to the point by the end of series four, where the doctor had killed off the Daleks so many times and they kept coming back. He was getting a bit fed up. So that episode was good that he released the new Daleks out there to, for a better word, breed and get on with it. And then if they turn up in the future, we, we know we don't go where they come from because we know that they, You know, they could multiply billions of times. But where the old ones, whether it's a case that because it's the Parliament, you know, the Parliament of the Daleks, they, you know, the new Daleks couldn't overthrow the Parliament, although you would have thought the Parliament of the Daleks would have been one of the things that got
0: destroyed in the war. You know, you wouldn't have thought that was one of the ships that would survive. Yeah, you you would have thought in the last Great Time War that the Parliament of the Daleks would have been annihilated yeah that would have been one of the first things well that would have been one of the main targets that would have been one of the main targets and that would have been one of the things time locks yes so where the where the new parliament comes i mean if again
1: if it is a new parliament then why is it full of old daleks it should be full of as i understand it the red smarty dalek because they are the dalek drones i.e the normal boring ones So those should be the ones there. But maybe there's a case that they wanted to include the old ones because... I don't know.
0: I I hope it might be explained in a future episode, but I suspect it won't be. It is very confusing. Uh, Moving on slightly, um, I want to talk about Rory for a few minutes. Um, As Rory, over the past two years or so, has seemed to be almost the goofy character... Yes. And I just want to address, because I was reading something about Doctor Who the other day, um, written by Alex Day on leakynews.com. You can go to it and read the article. I just want to um, pull out something that he said here. Uh, he said um, he was talking about no good ideas, R- Rory not being a cartoon character. He's saying that another example is the eggs thing. They made a point of saying... Uh, that our new Supergirl made souffle and at the end referenced eggs, which slowly changed to exterminate. Uh, very cool, I liked this. But for some reason, they insisted on setting up even more beforehand with this stupid scene of Rory hearing them say eggs and going, eggs, you want eggs. Uh, and he goes on to say, Rory, you're not a moron. Uh, you know what it means. It's the only thing they say, what the hell? Now, give, forgive me for saying this, but I seem to think that this is the first episode which Rory has truly met the Daleks. I, I, actually, yes.
1: It is. Because he didn't meet them in the other one. So yes, you're right. This is the first time he's met the Daleks. Well, he has and he hasn't. Because
0: he he, it's right to say that he wasn't well, he, in...
1: He met them when they sort of turned up in the end of Series 4, was it? No, Series 5. Yeah. Where everybody turned up to imprison the Doctor. He would have met them briefly then, but he wouldn't have really
0: known who they were. Yeah, so Rory wasn't. as a character wasn't in the Victory of the Daleks. No. He was, of course, in the Pandorica Opens. Yes, and there's the one Dalek that then killed the Doctor. In the Big Bang. Yeah. So, but I don't (laughs) think that anywhere in the Pandorica Opens, certainly in the Pandorica Opens, I'm not entirely sure about the Big Bang but I don't think they said exterminate. I don't... I don't think so. I can't I, remember them at any point in the Pandora opening saying exterminate.
1: I agree. I No, I don't, don't think they did. We had all the mercy bit when River Song pinned him down, but then again Rory at that point had run away. So, no, I don't think there is any exterminating.
0: So we are right to say, and we are... Right, correctly argue against Alex Day here. Yes. By saying that the questioning of eggs is entirely justified because it's the first time that Rory has met the Daleks.
1: The first time he's properly met them, and he was on his own. He didn't have anyone to ask any questions to, and he, he would have been terrified. And you're right. If if something said eggs to you, the first thing you go, eggs. What's it talking about? Eggs, eggs, round things. You know, you could sort of see his train of mind. It was a bit of an odd scene. But you can understand why he was sort of puzzled. I was kind of hoping, wrongly or rightly, that there was going to be some clever twist as to what eggs ex- that they he was going to Moffat was going to split exterminate down into something else. So maybe there's always been this Dalek thing and the reason why they say exterminate. But it I don't know, It was just a bit odd.
0: Yeah, a little bit odd. Um, Talking about companions, of course, uh, we see at the very start that the Doctor, Amy, and Rory are sort of trapped by the Daleks, if you want. Yes. In in a very powerful powerful scene, you see the Doctor talking uh, with one of the slaves of the Daleks, that her daughter was trapped in a Dalek prison. You also see... uh, Amy's makeup artist turning into uh, a Dalek slave and then abducting her and the bus driver for Rory. One thing I'm slightly disappointed about is that River Song wasn't in this episode. I know that we've got the new character of um, Oswin Oswald sort of filling that void of a smart female. But if the Daleks are gathering up the Doctor and his companions, surely River Song would be there.
1: Yes, but River Song isn't technically a companion, well, yet, or as we know of, or hasn't—I don't know. Time's messy. But you know, we haven't really had a series where she has been the companion. Whether there is one to come, I don't know. But I—I I guess if the you know the Daleks would think of Amy and Rory as the companion, and River Song, although I don't know, does anybody know? I suppose nobody knows that he got married to River Song, do they?
0: No and that was that was also in an alternative timeline so does that still ring true again that's the sort of thing that makes, makes my head
1: hurt <laughs> like I could never work these sort of things out but no it was it was a bit odd that she didn't appear at all you'd have thought she might have just sort of shown up right at the very end almost or just subtly you know because you you get the feeling that she's she's going to be a character that just pops up now and again But, you know, I hope he's not phasing her out. But there seems no sign of her. I'd expect if we're going to have an episode with her, she will appear in the sort of coming up next week section. But uh, there's no word of her appearing. And she's been the actress who is... Uh, Alex Kingston. Thank you. Has been doing all the filming for whatever it is, upstairs, downstairs, abbey, town thingy. Uh, Yeah, she's an upstairs downstairs. So I don't know whether that's been taking up most of her time. Um, So whether she will appear, but it it was again, it was a bit odd. If you watch the end of last series and the beginning of this one, it is just sort of, okay, River Song's gone, um, they've all moved on, and it's like it's almost like this, like actually in fact, like the beginning of last series where it's like they've all been away for the summer and then an incident groups them all back together again.
0: Yeah, it is very much like that. Um, I, th- I think we've pretty much exhausted Assignment with the Daleks as far as we can take it.
1: Well, one other thing I was going to ask you. Oh, right, yeah. Because uh, one of the things that... Well, one of the ideas of this episode was to make the Daleks scary again. And I think it was this idea with the funny the people being converted into Daleks. Yes. With the whole stalks. Did you find that
0: scary? Do you think that's something that they're going to sort of carry on with? I think it was weird don't get me wrong i think it was very weird uh it was scary or not i i don't know because i'm not for um <laughs> this is true i i suppose yeah they were they were kind of scary another thing that i picked up on is that the last time that the daleks tried to do a human to dalek uh transversion or conversion it didn't work yeah so i'm kind of annoyed that Moffit didn't include a line for the doctor, just saying they must have perfected the technology or something like that.
1: Yeah. Although I, you know, it's all this whatever it was, a nano cloud. Yes. Although the nano cloud then got out into. So yeah, as you say, they must have developed a technology to be able to put it onto the planet in the first place. Yes. Exactly. But having said that, he does. He is sort of like the nano what when they first tell him. So maybe it is all news to him.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm surprised the Doctor didn't even say, oh, they must have perfected the technology. Just something like that, as a, just a throwaway line.
1: Yeah, it would have been good. It is nice when... The, I mean, it was good that he tied up those... the reference back to all those other planets and the other wars, which those Daleks... and the intensive care bit.
0: Yes, that was very Daleks. That like was a
1: nice tie-back. It's good when Stephen Moffat does that, but it's a bit annoying when he misses other little links
0: yeah it it can yeah it does it can get very very annoying to some to some extent um i want to talk just briefly before we finish um about the forthcoming episode episode 5 which is um the angels Epis- in five. oh right okay yeah the angels in manhattan whatever they're calling it nowadays um now i want to think about the storyline here about yes. how the angels still exist what what do you mean how they still exist well hear me out the last time we saw the angels the weeping angels was in uh what what was it called it was called forest of the dead the time of angels it was that so that double episode that double episode time of angels and forest of the dead and That, in that double episode, the crack reappeared, and all of the angels were drawn into the crack, and therefore... Deleted from time. Deleted from time, never existed at all. Yes. Now, in the Big Bang, the Doctor reboots universe from the memory, if you want, of the universe from inside the Pandorica. Yes. So here's the question. If the angels had already been extinguished from time, how can they come back given that the Pandorica contains an image of what the universe was like after the angels had already been deleted?
1: Well, I think the question, or the obvious question that follows on is, was that all of the angels that got deleted or was it just a group of angels the angels we never really understood much about the angels they've only really appeared in two episodes the first one we got the whole they blink they touch you you zap back you know they make you live yourself to death they zap you back in time 50 years you live you die they absorb your time energy then they came back and it was all about rebuilding the race and then they learnt how to snap people's necks, which I thought was a bit sort of cruel. But anyway, um, but the question is, I guess, were they the only angels? I can't remember from that episode whether it's told said that they are or if there are just other angels out in the universe, in which case it's possible that
0: those angels are the ones that we're now going to see in New York. Could be, and I'd not thought of that. I had kind of, I had kind of assumed that all of the all of the angels were there, but I suppose it is possible that other. uh... Well, it's a rescue mission by one angel.
1: Yes, for a whole lot of others. So the question is whether that one angel was the only remaining one, because of course the in Blink, which was series two, no series three, three, yeah. Um, those four were all sort of killed as such in that they all were looking at each other and turned to stone forever. Yes. But, I mean, there's no indication that those were the only ones. In fact, at the end of the episode, it's very much the other thing. You know, watch out, don't blink, they're everywhere sort of thing. So I don't know. I think they're probably one of these enemies that we're never going to know the full story of. They're just going to crop up and cause mayhem. And I don't think that's exactly what the angels should do. Well, yes. I mean, it's nice to have an enemy that doesn't have a story and a... You know, they don't go to wars. They are just out and about upsetting the Doctor.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Thank you very much, Thomas. That's okay. I'm sure we'll do another one of these again next week after we have watched Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Which is just like every seven-year-old's dream, isn't it? Doctor Who and Dinosaurs. And a spaceship. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Uh, That episode, of course, being uh, written, or being written... Uh, by Chris Chibnall and directed by uh, Saul Mettenstein. <laughs> what, I wonder what a, how you're going to attempt that. What a brilliant name. Yes. Um, Next week or so, is, um, in this next week, I will be sending a letter off to Steve Moffat. I have it in my hand at the minute. I have a letter that has Steve Moffat's address on it. You have his address? It's not actually his address. It's his... It's his, um... Office. No, his agent's address. Ah, okay. Anyway, let's hear in my hand. Hopefully, I'll have to see him off in the next week, and I will tell you next week what's inside it. Which I Ooh. think is very cool. This is exciting. You already know what it is. Oh, is it that? Yes, it's that. Oh, that is very cool. That and is... it may be even cooler if it actually... Yeah, anyway. Yes, that we'll do next week. We're, we're um... Read you it if you want. We'll read you it next week. We no, might. I don't, think, I don't think we should. Oh, do you
1: think we should keep it under wraps? I think we. Well, just in case. I think if nothing happens, we can tell them.
0: Sh- shall, we, we tell shall we
1: tell them the premise? We'll, well tell them what not, it is.
0: Would that spoil it? We're, we're te- no, we'll tell them what it is. Yeah. Uh, but we'll tell them maybe what it's called as well. Yes. But we won't say any more than that. No. Okay, we might read the letter as well. well I'll read the letter because that explains it all. Read That's something to look forward to. I'll read the letter that I've written to Stephen Moffat. Wow. There you go. And if it works, I want a credit in it. <laughs> you didn't write any
1: of it. I yeah, I know, but it, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd like to be a part of it. Okay. Either that, or I'm just going to get you to get him to sign something if you get to meet him.
0: Okay. Uh, that is a that is a um a catch to get you to listen next week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we shall be back next week. Uh, Monday, good for you, Tom. Yeah, should be fine with me. Yeah, oh, good. We might even do it Sunday. Who knows? I uh, don't forget Doctor Who back on BBC One. This is where I'm going to get the time wrong because they change it week to week. Yeah, good luck with this. Yeah, hang, hang on. This this is where I now need to look at the BBC website, isn't it? This is this is the thing. Well, it was seven twenty. Seven twenty was it? It was seven twenty on Saturday. But when will it be this coming Saturday? That is the very. Good question. This is possibly something that we should have researched. Probably <laughs> oh, is. Uh, 7:35 se- uh, on BBC One on Saturday. Uh, that's, when that's Doctor Oh, I don't know. It'll be 50 minutes, won't it? Is it 50 minutes again? Oh, I assume so. Okay. I'll assume so too then. Yeah. Uh, that is. Oh no, it's 45 minutes long. Ah, oh, go. Okay. There you go. Uh, that is that's Doctor Who. Uh, dinosaurs on a spaceship. BBC One at uh. 7.35 uh, We shall be back next Monday with another one of these Dr. Watts uh, Stay listening to that I'm sure you'll be able to get us on iTunes at some point but until then com is the place to go, you never know, you might even get a Tumblr or something I don't really know how Tumblr works Neither do I, don't uh, ask me No. I've got a Tumblr as well, never use it Thank you very much, I have been Jonathan Sawyer And I've been Tom Haley And we will see you next week